Uh, I'm Amy Cunningham, and I'm a comedian, but maybe some people don't agree that that's what I am. The Hold the Phone Podcast with Tessa. So welcome. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good. Um, are you getting ready for the holidays, or like, what's? Are you into? Chris, are you a Christmas person? I'm a. I am. I have a tra- tradition. I have various traditions that inv- that involve family loyalty and just like showing up and like very little else. Okay. Just being there. Yeah. Um. So uh, my family is in Ottawa, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there for a week and. Uh, and my mom, my mom actually called me the other day and she said, do you mind if I don't decorate the house this year? And I was like, I never even, <laughs> I, we don't have a tree. Like I've never even noticed. She's, she just, there's like this one birch branch that she like puts tinsel on and she's like, I feel too sick to do it this year. And, uh, and I was like, that's, that's fine. Um, so that's my, that's my main. Okay. <laughs> and then after the week is over, like, even though I'll like avoid my family the whole time, I'll get a call from them and they'll be like, it was really nice having you. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and like, are, are you a type of person to like last minute shop? Do you do any shopping at all for Christmas? Cause I kind of like, I just, I hate the whole thing. <laughs> I, I do too. And I think I kind of, with my family, cause we're not really, we don't really even do gifts so much. Like. I like my mom will be like, Hey, can you just buy yourself some stuff and then like send it to the house? And then I'll get annoyed and they, they'll like give me money cause I'm, cause I'm a comedian. Uh, so that's just like this thing that I don't, I don't have. Uh, and, and then, uh, and if I see something perfect for one of them, then I'll, I'll pick it up. But it's like, it can be for my mom's birthday. I I like waited for this shirt like that she wanted to like be cheap enough for me to buy it, and I like felt so proud. And I got it like three weeks before her birthday. But by the time her birthday rolled around, we were like in a weird state. Yeah. And uh, and the, the whole event of giving it to her was just like she was just like I don't know if I should have a shirt like this. Uh, and she and she was like I, I might return it. Oh. And then I was like okay, that's fine. Just let me know. And then, and then, like a month later, she's like, "I tried the shirt on, and it, it's good, so I'm gonna keep it." And I like, I was like, "This is <laughs> wasn't that well received. Not, not what you were hoping for." She likes it now. <laughs> it's just, it's like the whole thing is very like. I learned not to be too excited about, um, uh, yeah, because you don't know what mood she's she's um, she's a little all over the place mood wise. So okay. yeah. You. She's a nice lady, though. That's good. Um, so you and I, we we met randomly. I stumbled into the corner comedy club one night. Mm-hmm. You were hosting, which was cool. So I saw some of your stuff, which was fun. It was awesome. And I realized that we both, well, what we had in common is we're both into crystals. Yeah, I <laughs> love some crystals. Yeah. So, like, what's your whole thing with that? What do you? Uh, I mean, I definitely played in my in my set. So people definitely will come up to me often and like and like make fun of me like oh yeah you look exactly like a crystal girl or whatever and I'm like I don't actually have that many like but <laughs> I do wear them I started wearing them a few years like probably like 5 years ago and I just I kind of almost use them in like a way of like kind of goal setting like or like intention setting so like it's kind of like what are you trying to work on in this moment and there's like a stone that's sort of a, like supposed to hold it like a different like a, a certain 
energy that's kind of like, okay, I'm like working on like having better self-esteem or like letting go or whatever the thing is. And then it's just kind of a, a reminder of that. But it also has to be a good color. Like right. it has to be a pretty one. So I don't really want to heal in the ways of the ugly <laughs> crystals. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to crystal? Um, I'm wearing an adventure, yellow adventurine right now. And I, I, my, my go-to was always, um, uh, tangerine quartz and yeah. then, but it kept, they keep breaking, which apparently is supposed to be good. Really? Uh, I don't know. They just, cause that's the thing is like what in, in the, the science of crystals and various other hippie sciences, it's like, yeah, all that, you know, when it's not working, that means it's extra working. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. That means you know, yeah, something's extra, gonna happen. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually my favorite one too. I have like three of those, three little ones of the tangerine core. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. it's they're not even very easy to find. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I've only ever seen them at the rock store. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I ha- oh, I actually had <laughs> I had these before I came down here to record, and I had them sitting on my desk. So I'm like, I'll bring these. I'm like, maybe they'll they'll uh, give some good energy. Yeah, so some I good put them vibes. In my pocket. Yeah. What's that? What is I, that? What are you rocking? I don't know the names. I forgot. Which yeah, is I know. Terrible. Well, because they're weird syllables all squished together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they're like, here for good energy. So mm-hmm, just no, let yeah, me know. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually once I was on my way to. The crystal store, and um, I'm like, yeah, I really need to get me some good vibes. Like, where I'm ready for my I'm ready for my next crystal. And then on the way, it was like a freezing, uh, like late afternoon, and I was walking through the annex, and it, um, and I saw this man, um, like passed out in like the bushes of this, like annex mansion yeah. kind of, and it was so cold um and I was like there's you know it's like super dangerous um but I'm I'm very like emotional so I like rang the door of the person whose house it was and I like told him like I was pretty much crying like just because just because not because I was I'm just when I'm a little overwhelmed I just cry I cry Mm -hmm. no matter what the emotion is I pretty much cry if I like reach a certain like amount yeah yeah and so I was just like um there's a like there's a man in your bushes and um and I think we need to call an ambulance (laughs) for him (laughs) and uh, and what he was doing, like whippets, but the fu- like the kind of messed up thing was that like the and the man whose house it was was like who I call him like young Monopoly man. He looked like okay. <laughs> that was his vibe. Yeah. Like, but you know, b- before all the the crazy money really got to him, and t- he uh, he so he was actually pretty nice and receptive. But they didn't understand, and some other people walked by, and no one understood. I kept saying. They're like, oh yeah, he's holding like beer cans, and I'm like, no, that's not what that is. But they weren't listening to me. Also, I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't coming off su- super assertive or anything. Uh-huh. And uh, and then they uh, so, so like, and then eventually they're like, they like, they're like, oh my god, no, this isn't beer. They were so confused. It was just kind of like watching worlds just not understand each other. Anyway, so then, yeah. uh, so then, so then after that ordeal was was finished, I um, then I was like, I, I need extra crystals. I guess I don't know. I was. <laughs> it just felt. I actually just felt very stupid, like yeah. walking to the crystal store and being like, "There's, I don't know." I need some good energy, good vibes around me after all that. Yeah, yeah. or or just like, what am I doing with crystals in this in this chaotic, tragic <laughs> world? Yeah. Well, I hope the guy was okay after. Or who knows? I think he was he was okay. Uh, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly the cold 
that was the main factor. It was like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So when, uh, how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, just over five years. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. What made you start, like, get into it? <laughs> um... I used to like to just say that I had an ex who was into it and then we broke up and I started just to, to spite him. Okay. <laughs> um, but the truth was that I was already like doing other kinds of performing and I um, had a friend who was a, who was a, who was a comic and I would go to her shows and I would just like watch so nervously. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stop being anxious and it was just kind of, a, I think I was like overly empathizing because I, I like wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just watching being like, ah, I gotta be, I'm the one who's supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And like I watch them and I'm like, Oh my God, what if they forget the words? Like what that we're going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> That's good that you felt that for your friends. You yeah. Know, I'm sure there's some people who are like, yeah, whatever. Just anyone, even if I didn't know them, if they got up on stage, I would just be like full of like anxious tension. So how do you re- react when you see other comics and they're like not doing so well? They're like totally bombing. Uh, it depends on, you know, what really makes me anxious now is, um, is really aggressive crowd work when okay. a comic is like getting mad uh, about something and like, or just just I don't like and but the thing is like some audience members they're they're into it Mm -hmm. but um yeah I once saw in Australia I saw this exchange between like a like famous UK comic and we're in and it was in this like like at least 300 seat or like a crowd and it was the way that it was set up was that you couldn't really leave without like walking across like a million people mm-hmm. like it would just be a, a big they would have to even get up probably so it was trapped and then there were these people near the front who were um who were talking and the the comic he just stopped performing and was doing that like teacher thing of like well like we'll wait for you to realize oh, yeah. that the show is stopped because of you yeah and then he and then um uh, he's like, so like, what are you talking about? And tries to like roll with it. And then they didn't stop. And, and, and he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And they're like, Oh, well, we're talking about if we should like leave to go see another show. And, and then that, like, I was so, that's, that's the type of thing I couldn't even, I was like looking at my knees. I was like yeah. about to have an anxiety attack just cause I couldn't, I couldn't um, leave the situation. And then and then he told them to leave. And then they were like, well, we haven't decided yet if we want to oh leave. Oh, my God. I was like, who are these people? And, like, <laughs> they had no anxiety about it. And meanwhile, yeah. I was at the back just being like, this is about me. <laughs> uh, all, <Yeah>. their ten- <laughs> all their tension is, like, affecting me. And I I don't know. So. Yeah, that's kind of funny because it's, like, obviously it wasn't handled the right way. or It's totally uncomfortable situation. I, I Probably a, a lot of people were uncomfortable watching that, it sounds like. I think that the I think everyone empathized with the comedian. Yeah, like he wasn't being overly dickish, which oh. which definitely happens. Yeah. Um. They they these people like were sort of shocking. Um. Yeah. But even sometimes, like if I'm at like an open mic or something, and I like this happened recently. Like me and my friend were checking out a show, and then it was just and I and I was trying to like work with 
myself and be like, Amy, it's fine. Like if people are bombing, it's okay. It's not about you. And you, you can just, cause I always look away. So I was like, I'm going to look at them. But then, then it was all these young men just saying the most horrific things about women. And I was the only woman in the room and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm, but I'm forcing myself to like look them in the eye. It was, yeah. and it, it threw some of them off, like to the point where one of them apologized to me, like during no his way. set. Yeah. It was very, that's, that's what always happens. Every time I try and heal myself, I always end up fucking up someone else's day. <laughs> transferring the energy onto yeah. someone else. Like, I'm not anxious. I'm not anxious. I'm not anxious. And then and then poor young boys have to apologize to me for some reason. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've seen people where they're doing crowd work and one or two people in the crowd were just, like, not having it. Well, I mean, yes, I think, I think some people want it, which is mind-boggling yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, true. And, like, and, and that happened, I think, maybe even the show that you were at, like, some people are, like, I can, I'll hear people when they're sitting down, like, oh yeah, let's sit in the front. Maybe they'll like talk to us. I want them to make fun of us, which is wild. I, and, uh, and, and then usually it's the opposite, right? Most people don't want that. So yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And it, and like, they just like feel like, like, like I'm in the show or whatever. Um, which to me is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've ever had to sit front row in a show has been, like traumatizing and and then and then yeah and then other comics it's like an ego thing right because if if people aren't laughing like they'll go for the person who's like the least responsive right like so like oh why do you have your arms crossed like why are you texting why are you whatever yeah which isn't great etiquette at a show but at the same time like I don't know we all have different uh ideas of what 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 our own role is, I guess. Yeah, well, what will work for you. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So you mentioned you were in Australia. Did you ever, did you used to perform there? Or? Yeah, I've toured there the last couple of years because they have a festival circuit there where huh. it's just kind of a different setup. Like people, essentially, people like make a different one hour show every year and then like, and then tour that um, through the Fringes, which are like, and the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which is, they're just different then fringes here. They're like these big festivals where people make and lose like a ton of money. And like, it's a big part of the industry of the cities that they're in. And yeah. Uh, And also I just hate winter. So yeah. So just go to summertime. There you go. (laughs) So do you go off? Do you go like every year or I've gone the last couple of years and I, I'm, I'm scheduled to go this year um, for a couple months. And how is it different? The crowd's different there? Um, It's definitely, there's, (laughs) there are way more conservative places than anything else. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think that even though I'm like, have learned to go to like smaller towns here, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's something like adding two things, like the fact that like Australians and Canadians as similar as we are, like there are like, there are like a bunch of different references mm-hmm. and there's just, there was just sometimes it was really challenging, especially my second year for some reason. Um, but, and then one thing was someone gave me some advice, an Australian comic who lives in the States and he was like, you can't not right away talk about, um, how you're. Canadian because people can tell that you're not from here and all they're thinking about is like why is she here like okay and he's like and I had to he said he had to figure that out 
working in New York, he's like, why is no one laughing at me? And so he, he, and he's like, all I had to do was like, just write this joke about like, yeah, okay, I'm Australian. And then everyone's like, okay, cool. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just wild. And then, um, yeah. And the first year it was, I, I had, there was a built in joke just cause like Australia had just legalized same sex marriage mm-hmm. right before I got there. So I was already talking about that and then, and it just felt less relevant this year. And so this year I just like wrote a, a dumb joke about the difference between Canadian and American accents. Yeah. Um, so is it, does like, uh, do Australians have a certain type of humor? You know, there's like British humor it has its own thing. Is there something like in Australia, like they have their own like weird thing? I don't know. Um, well, a friend and I were talking about this. So I think that anytime, like I, I feel like anytime I make a generalization about this, I like suddenly am, am confronted with a million exceptions to whatever the rule I just made up. Mm. But my friend and I were talking about this recently, um, a U- she's a UK comic and we sort of came to this very watered down conclusion that um, that Australians like boastful humor okay. because Australians are just they're not really like um, like it's not that they're not self-effacing but it's not like neurotic do you know what I mean whereas in in the UK and Canada I feel like you can go on stage and be like here's a list of reasons why I hate myself yeah and people are like yeah hate hate it <laughs> hate it good yeah and in Australia people are like but why do you hate yourself you're great like we're all look how strong we are or what do you know what I mean it okay. just doesn't it doesn't they're very um it def- like and and it, this is definitely true and I think anyone would say that it is like a much more like a culture like of like machismo mm-hmm. um so so that's the difference people yeah. have some kind of confidence there whether it's real or not real interesting cool. yeah and did you um travel to the states to perform at all or i went through san francisco and really had such a fun time there um just on my way to australia mm-hmm. and i've when i i've done some shows in the south just because i was like taking a road trip there to see katie lang <laughs> oh my god amazing i love yeah her. <laughs> i saw katie lang at the at the ryman yeah. in nashville and i wept uh, and I'm not even necessarily like a Katie Lang fit. My yeah. friend just had tickets and we were like, yeah, let's drive to Nashville. And then She's we like, awesome. I can't I even unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Nice. And then we actually finished that road trip by like driving back up to Ottawa and like seeing the, like the tragically hip, like their second last show that they oh, cool. did. And so I cried, obviously cried at that show yeah, also. Yeah, sure. I mean, I just cry no matter what happens. Yeah. I'm crying usually. I'm like that too. I, I'm like, I, I did a cycle class today and I almost cried. Just Oh yeah. <laughs> what was it? Was it the music? What? Yeah. I was just like, it was like the energy was so high and I was like, it's like I had to release this emotion or whatever. I like, I didn't actually cry, but it felt like it was like at that point where it's just like, yeah. Oh, it's like that release, you know? I bet you though, if you, uh, if you had cried and <laughs> talked to your, the spin instructor, I'm sure they would be like, buddy, you are not the first. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're yeah. probably right. Yeah. No, it's so crazy. Because it's really, and like, cause people, that's part of why people I think get so like, I don't want to say addicted, but like really, really into it because there's definitely like an emotional component yeah. to, and yeah, like that release sure. of all that stuff. Thank God it's dark in there. That's all I can say. Is it dark? Yeah. I actually hate spin class. Yeah. I, it, you feel incredible after, but I, I can't bring, I often can't bring myself to, to do it. I run on a treadmill. Yeah. I usually do that too. It's a lot of work. You know, I do it because it's like the X, it's like a push. Like I would never do it on my own. So I mm-hmm. go to a class for that extra push, but 
I mean. You know. And it's good because, yeah, and it's like like low impact or whatever. It's good for you know not ruining your joints, yeah. I guess. Um, what what else do you do like your on like day to day kind of thing? Like, do you have a day job? Uh, my day job is that I write, describe video scripts for television and movies, which is like, um, it's like making uh, content accessible to like blind and partially sighted cool people. Okay, um, so it's like closed cat, but it, you're describing like what's the visual action and mm-hmm. so that um that so that people have a better idea oh that's yeah. so interesting and so do you write it yourself or is there someone who writes it and then you just like kind of add it or you just I'm the person who writes it and then someone else adds it in oh. someone who knows how to click and so you're and like press this is buttons. what's happening yada yada write the whole like script basically from what you're Visualizing, yeah, and then t- and time code it, yeah. So it's kind. I call it kind of like writing boot camp because sometimes you have like three seconds of space, and you're just like, how can I best describe what's important visually here? Oh my god, that's yeah. neat. Um, yeah, so that's like a fun, kind of fun uh, day job that I have, and and then um, uh, I recently got, or not even that recently any, anymore, but um, I I co-wrote uh, like a digital series it's on like the cbc you know they have their digital platform yeah yeah and it's about the ballet oh cool. uh yeah and um so i co-wrote that and so 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 projects uh like that um is other stuff that i do okay so yeah. like what's the, like the storyline pretty much the storyline and it was it's someone else's concept completely and i just co- was hired to like help execute mm-hmm. it um it was uh he's a retired professional ballet dancer and um uh and and he had wanted to tell a story about a um a choreographer like who was who had been kind of disgraced and who was like trying to make a comeback so what was really incredible was most of the cast was professional dancers from um the national ballet Mm -hmm. and they like I I just didn't think I didn't I didn't know I guess what ballet was like you know you have your idea of it like the Nutcracker yeah, or whatever right. and then and then what I saw was just so I I was so blown away yeah cool yeah so is it is it a comedy though or yeah it's okay. it's it's comedic yeah all right yeah they're um the CBC it's called Gem now yeah oh okay yeah, right yeah. right right and it's also on Seed and Spark in in the in the states. Okay, so you do a lot of writing then, I guess? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, my degree is in creative writing, so that was always what my plan was. And then yeah. I got kind of sidetracked with with comedy and being constantly validated by people's laughter. So what's like your favorite style of writing? Is there anything that's been your favorite thing you've done so far? Um, I would say that uh, always it was writing prose... Um, but like I, I don't. It's honestly, it's sh- it's changed so many times. Like originally, I was wanted to be a playwright, and then I got more into like fiction, and then nonfiction, and then I got into um, uh, like once I started doing stuff on stage, then I had to like modify my like writing voice because people it was like too subtle before, mm-hmm. and I think I'm still can be too subtle. Um, but but it's changed dramatically like uh and and uh and I but I am really enjoying screenwriting 
And it's like a totally different way to like think about things because, because like playwriting and fiction is all like, so like words. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. But even, but, and then in screenwriting, you can't, it's not with some exceptions, like it's, it's, it's mostly like thinking visually and like how to, how to like, like, it's not just like being snappy and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Um, it gives you some range, right? Yeah. And then it's also just a lot of writing in my notebook about, um, (laughs) about how dumb everything is and also how (laughs) wonderful it is. What's the dumbest thing you've seen lately? Uh, oh my God. What's the dumb. Okay. Well, on my way here, I was on the subway. This isn't dumb. This is just speaks to my, Uh my idiocy. This guy who just looked kind of like, he looked like he was, he was like listening to his music and he had his foot on the chair in front of him. And then, uh, and he was like, he, he looked unpredictable kind of, you know what I mean? He's like a young guy who just like, I don't know. I, he was for sure would be the person vibe wise that I would like be the least likely to like want to engage with yeah. on the train. And then this woman was like, excuse me, do you mind? Do you mind? Cause his foot was like on like a chair, like next to hers. Uh-huh. And I was like, what's going to happen? <laughs> and then he just was like, Oh, sorry. And he like put his foot down and then she's like, Oh no, no, no problem. It was, and <laughs> It was like two, I was like two people, two feisty people are going to, and I was like, no, they're just, one person's just stating a desired (laughs) outcome and the other person's like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. It was like, she was, she wanted to start something because she thought something might happen and then nothing, he was like. I don't think she, no, I think she was just chill. Like they were both just chill and I, and I was like, cause I'm like, who's a lady who's going to tell a guy to put his foot down? Like, I'm just like, I would rather just go to a different car. like I'm so non-confrontational and so I'm just projecting all this craziness onto these people meanwhile they're both just acted so reasonably and like courteously (laughs) yeah so that's just me being dumb yeah maybe if you're on like the New York subway it'd been been a little bit different different outcome do you ever you ever seen that Instagram account subway creatures no oh my god you're you need to do yourself a favor because it's the best thing what kind okay. of creatures are on there? So it's it's people, everyday people, and like I guess people send in different videos that they see on the subway. There's like, you know, like like just people doing the most ridiculous things, like people with like parrots on their shoulders hanging out, like a guy like trimming his nails with like a saw, I don't know, like just random weird stuff. Like there's things where I'm like, I can't believe this is this is happening. So you should check it out. It's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it's, it's trimming nails is that's a, I always also felt like it was weird to sleep on transit, mm-hmm. but I don't, I think that I am in the minority there, but to me, I'm like that, what, how, how it's so vulnerable or something. Not that I, not, not in the sense, like something bad's going to happen to you. Just kind of like, Oh no, like, someone seeing like an inside I'm outside doing like an inside thing yeah 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 but I feel like people who sleep on transit like they usually just I don't think they can help it yeah no but and like but then and then there's people who just like have these long commutes and are just like used to it and they're just like can sleep sitting down like yeah like I'm like yeah you've done this before yeah. this is not your first time yeah exactly um I was looking at your Instagram the other day and I, I noticed you had a lot of pictures of ducks oh my god <laughs> my ducks uh 
Um, I had a weird summer. I went back to Ottawa to help deal with some like family illness and then, and, um, and I had just got back from Australia and so it was like a really hard time and you know, like, I don't know what your like relationship with posting stuff is, but like. I find if I'm depressed or something, like I'm never posting because it's kind of like, what, what am I going to do? Put my face in the world? Like, fuck my dumb face. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's always like a pretty good indication of my mood, just like the fact that I am posting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, cool. Like, it's me in- interacting with the world. So I don't know. I just kind of was, so none of it is about, like, with has me in it, but, um, but my parents live their property backs onto this pond that's like part of a public park Mm -hmm. and it's kind of one of the best things about seeing them in the summer is these ducks come and you can feed them and they like go crazy and like uh the first like when they first moved there my mom's like come come feed the ducks and I was like no like fuck your dumb ducks like whatever like I'm a I'm a cool 20 something year old and then uh I'm gonna I'm gonna just mope inside and then um and then I saw her feeding them and I like went outside and I started feeding them and it was incredible it was like the best it was just so much fun and then and then and then every time I was like mad when I was at their house I would just like go outside and like rage feed the ducks and then they would (laughs) and then it would just it would dissipate so then this summer I was there and what the the best part about the ducks is in the summertime there's uh, baby ducks and um they're the cutest things in the world Mm -hmm. uh and we thought we weren't getting them this year because there was some flooding and everything was kind of all messed up. Um, and then late in the summer, we got six and uh, we're ecstatic and they're really, really tiny. And then every day for a week, basically, I was like losing a duck and I was sometimes Aww. there because I was working out on, the, I would like, I had my computer out on the deck and I would just be there. And I would start, I like when I had like a, like a nervous breakdown like for real because I was just kind of like being really steady about everything and just kind of like I'm taking everything day by day whatever like trying to like be there with my family but then the ducks dying I like lost it yeah and so I was like kind of and I was um sort of documenting it and then at one point I I I made a video because I'm all like make a decision like I should try being more vulnerable like in my life so then I'm like crying because I just saw a duck die so I like took a video of myself crying oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's in like and I, it was in my story or um uh, and 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 then so then people are just like what are you doing it's just like very out of the norm for me to like ever um do I don't know I was just experimenting with yeah, my not? public self trying something new yeah this is the effect nature has on me <laughs> I loved them so much and then they were all gone I was so heartbroken and no. then my mom like my mom held me in, in Whole Foods as I like wept after the last duck was gone and we were like in the frozen aisle and she just like held me as I was like crying about my ducks and then she's like it's okay you'll be okay and then she's like Amy I really need to go do more errands can you carry this home for me and she made me carry home a rotisserie chicken (laughs) (laughs) you're like what the hell (laughs) like are you like what but it was very funny yeah that's so my mom next time there's ducks you should steal a duck take it home oh i almost did (laughs) okay so what days do you usually play or in toronto or like or, or perform 
Uh, I mean, lately I've been at the corner uh, almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, in in downtown or in the in the East End, and I feel like that's a very consistent place to find me. And then my friend Drew runs one of my favorite like uh, rooms that's kind of like more like new material or whatever at Lalo on um, on uh, on College, and okay. I always just end up showing up there because I like the bar and yeah. and I can push him around. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those are the mostly where I am. And then Australia, if you're yeah. kicking That's around. Exciting. Yeah, when's that? When do you head over there? The end of January. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. And so then where can people find you? On Instagram, I'm cunning underscore AC. Like mm-hmm. my last name, sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have very inconsistent branding across all platforms. I think, yeah. And, but I am... Uh, and uh, and and it's in it, but it's all very inspired dot content. So just you just buckle up, you get in there. <laughs> all right, wicked. Okay, well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, and, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, it was great chatting with you. Let's go.